morning. Welcome to Check It Out, the podcast from the Lisbon Hepburn Library. My name is Michelle McLagan, and I'm the director of the library here in Lisbon. We have a couple of listener questions, and we'll start with those before we get into this week's events and new book selections. One listener asks, when will the library resume in-person programming for kids? And another listener asks, do you still have Legos for my grandsons to play with? I'm going to answer both of those questions with one pretty basic answer of not now and I don't know. Now, what does that mean? It means that libraries, along with all businesses, government entities, and pretty much anyone with employees, had to complete a New York State safety plan last summer before being allowed to reopen. Public libraries have two plans for which we have to adhere, a plan for office workers and a plan for retail services. For us at the Lisbon Hepburn Library, that means library staff work separate shifts, entirely socially distanced. We don't share computers or even staplers. We wash and sanitize our hands before and after each visitor, when we're switching between tasks, and whenever we're handling library materials. We wear masks when in the public areas of the library, when handling materials, and when sanitizing high-touch surfaces. We quarantine library materials for up to 96 hours after they've been returned to the library. And we base that on studies that have been done by the Institute of Museum and Library Sciences, where they've looked at how long the COVID-19 virus is active on book jackets, paper, DVDs, and plastic items. We're reducing the time library visitors linger in the building. We ask people to limit their browsing visits to 10 minutes to reduce contact with others and with materials. Hence, we aren't offering in-person programming at this time, and we've put away things like coloring pages, crayons, and the Legos. When the world becomes safer and New York State lifts restrictions on how libraries and businesses operate, we'll resume the in-person programs and services we've always offered. In the meantime, though, we're doing everything we can to stay safe so we can keep the library open. Next week, on Monday, March 18th, the library will be closed for Martin Luther King Day. In preparation for the holiday, this week, our kids' activities are all about Dr. King. We'll start the week with a take-and-make craft project. Each packet has all the supplies kids need, including paint. We'll have 25 painted dove packets ready for lobby pickup starting Monday, January 11th. We'll continue our Martin Luther King Jr. theme on Wednesday, January 13th with our online story time read aloud at 9 a.m. On Friday, January 15th, we'll wrap up the week with our step-by-step craft video also at 9 a.m. Follow us on Facebook at Lisbon Hepburn Library for all the latest information on our family programming. For anyone looking for new books, we have something for everyone this week. Most of these titles will be hitting the new bookshelf on Tuesday. 
At that point, you can place a hold online through the North Country Library System catalog or just message the library and we will add you to the list. We have some great titles for all ages this week. Let's start with some adult books. Our first book is The Lost Boys by Faye Kellerman. It's book number 26 of the Decker and Lazarus detective series in which a developmentally disabled man goes on a field trip and then goes missing from a local diner in upstate New York. When no trace of the man is found, the disappearance quickly becomes an official missing persons case and is assigned to detectives Peter Decker and his partner Tyler McAdams. As their investigation deepens, the seasoned Decker becomes convinced the missing man hadn't lost his way, but had left with someone he knew. The complications are only beginning. While combing the woods, searchers discover the remains of one of three young men who had vanished during a camping trip. And for Decker, personal problems are adding pressure as well. Juggling the personal and professional, a hot case and a cold case, Decker and McAdams race to find answers, shifting through cabinets of old files, a plethora of clues and evidence, and discouraging dead ends. As the ongoing search continues, the frustrated detectives begin to wonder if the woods will ever give up its dark secrets and if these intertwining cases will be solved. Next up, we have another suspenseful book by Douglas Preston and Lincoln Child called The Scorpion's Tale. It's the second title in the Nora Kelly series. In this book, a mummified corpse over half a century old is found in the cellar of an abandoned building in a remote New Mexico ghost town. FBI agent Corey Swanson is assigned what seems to her a throwaway case to ID the body and determine the cause of death. She brings archaeologist Nora Kelly to excavate the body and lend her expertise to the investigation, and together they uncover something unexpected and shocking. The deceased apparently died in a pretty horrific manner. Hidden on the corpse lies a 16th century Spanish gold cross of immense value. When they at last identify the body and the bizarre cause of death, Swanson and Kelly open a door into a terrifying secret world of ancient treasure and modern obsession, a world centered on arguably the most defining, frightening, and transformative moment in American history. You won't want to pass this up if you're a fan of Preston and Child. Moving on to historical fiction, we have two editions this week. First is The Children's Blizzard by Melanie Benjamin, based on actual oral histories of survivors of the January 12, 1888 blizzard, which starts on an unusually mild day in the Dakota Territory. At the hour when most prairie schools were letting out for the day, a terrifying, fast-moving blizzard blew in without warning. School teachers as young as 16 were suddenly faced with life and death decisions. Do they keep the children inside to risk freezing to death when fuel runs out or send them home praying they won't get lost in the storm? At its heart, this is a story of courage, 
of children forced to grow up too soon, tied to the land because of their parents' choices. It is a story of love taking root in the hard prairie ground and of families being torn asunder by a ferocious storm. Last up for adults is The Last Garden in England, another historical fiction novel by Julia Kelly. It's an unforgettable tale of five women living across three different eras whose lives are all connected by one very special place. In present day, we meet Emma Lovett, who has dedicated her career to breathing new life into long-neglected gardens and has just been given the opportunity of a lifetime to restore the gardens of the famed Highbury House estate designed in 1907 by her hero, Venetia Smith. But as Emma dives deeper into the garden's past, she begins to uncover secrets that have long lain hidden. For teens, we have one book this week by Emma Lord. In You Have a Match, Abby signs up for a DNA service to give her friend and secret love interest, Leo, a nudge. After all, she knows who she is already. She's an avid photographer, an injury-prone tree climber, and best friend to Leo and Connie. Although ever since the BEI... And that would be the big embarrassing incident with Leo. Things have been awkward on that front. But she didn't know that she is the younger sister of Instagram star Savannah Tully. The logical course of action? Meet up and figure out why Abby's parents gave Savvy up for adoption. But there are complications. Part of life is showing up, leaning in, and learning to fit all your awkward pieces together because sometimes the hardest things can also be the best ones. For middle graders, I've got to start with one of my favorite authors, Barbara O'Connor. This week, we've got Halfway to Harmony in which Walter Tipple is looking for adventure. He keeps having a dream that his big brother Tank appears before him and says, Let's you and me go see my world, little man. But Tank went to the army and never came home. And Walter doesn't know how to see the world without him. Then he meets Posey, the brash new girl from next door, and an eccentric man named Banjo, who's off on a bodacious adventure of his own. What follows is a summer of taking chances, becoming braver, and making friends. And maybe Walter can learn who he wants to be without the brother he always wanted to be like. All right, I am a sucker for kids and astronomy. Next, we have Clues to the Universe by Christina Lee. The only thing Rosalind Ling Garrity loves more than watching NASA launches with her dad is building rockets with him. When he dies unexpectedly, all she has left of him is an unfinished model rocket they had been working on together. Benjamin Burns doesn't like science, but he can't get enough of Spacebound, a popular comic book series. When he finds a sketch that suggests that his dad created the comics, he's thrilled. 
Too bad his dad walked out years ago and Benji has no way to contact him. Though Roe and Benji were only supposed to be science class partners, the pair become unlikely friends. Benji helps Roe finish her rocket and Roe figures out a way to reunite Benji and his dad. But Benji hesitates, which infuriates Roe. Doesn't he realize how much Roe wishes she could be in his place? As the two face bullying, grief, and their own differences, Benji and Roe must try to piece together clues to some of the biggest questions in the universe. Also, in the theme of kids with real-world problems, we have Many Points of Me by Caroline Gertler. Georgia Rosenblum's father was a famous artist. His most well-known paintings were a series of asterisms, which are patterns of stars, that he created. One represented a bird, one himself, and one George's mother. There was supposed to be a fourth asterism, but George's father died before he could paint it. Then Georgia finds a sketch her father made of her, one with pencil points marked on the back, just like those in the asterism paintings. Could this finally be the proof that the last painting would have been of her? Georgia's quest to prove her theory takes her around the Upper West Side neighborhood in New York City and to the Metropolitan Museum of Art, which was almost a second home to Georgia, having visited favorite artists and paintings there constantly with her father. But the sketch leads right back to where she's always belonged, with the people who love her no matter what. Wrapping up our middle grade books for the week, we have TBH, No One Can Ever Know by Lisa Greenwald, which is book seven in the TBH series. We also have Danger at the Iron Dragon by Carolyn Keene, the latest book in the Nancy Drew Diaries series. For little kids, we have Sloth Wasn't Sleepy by Kate Messner with adorable illustrations by Valentina Toro. For any child having trouble getting to sleep, the most lovable animal in the rainforest is here to help. A tough day, a bad dream, a scary noise. These are all just a few of the things that can keep kids awake and frightened after dark. But Mama Sloth knows the secrets for calming worried minds and getting to sleep. And as she shares them with her daughter, young readers will learn valuable relaxation skills that last a lifetime. Sloth Wasn't Sleepy does more than provide a sweet bedtime story. Kids will join Sloth to learn mindfulness practices such as shrinking down fears in their mind and calming their body through breath and simple visualizations. We also have Please Don't Read This Book by Deanna Kizis. Join along for zany antics, silly sounds, and endless fun in this breaks the fourth wall book that will have readers coming back time and time again, regardless of what the title says. Please do read this book. And last on our list for this week, 
We're already thinking about February with Good Dog Carl's Valentine by Alexandra Day. Let's just say that Carl gets into the homemade Valentine supplies. As usual, the results of Carl's secret activities are sweet, funny, and this time all around loving. It's perfect for the Valentine season. Just a reminder that all of these items may be borrowed with your library card. If you don't have a card, it takes just a few minutes and we can send you home both with a library card and a few new books to read. So that's all I've got for you this week. Stop by the Lisbon Hepburn Library and check out a book, borrow a movie, or pick up a craft project for the kids. We are located in the heart of Lisbon at 6899 County Route 10. Our hours are Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. and Wednesday and Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Also, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all the latest Lisbon Hepburn Library news. From all of us here at the library, this is Michelle McClagan. We'll be here next week. Be sure to check it out.